welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in West Virginia business, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Davey Coombs and his company, Racer X. Davey, are you ready to get down to business? Yeah, Jim, let's do it. All right, man. I am so glad and honored to have you on our podcast to share your story today. Davey Coombs is the owner of Racer X, headquartered in Morgantown, West Virginia. What started as an underground newspaper in 1988, Racer X Illustrated is now the largest and most influential publication in motocross and off-road industry. Every month, Davey and his cast of columnists put out the best magazine in the business, filled with incredible, colorful photos, in-depth race coverage, leading-edge design, and the ultimate insider's knowledge of the world of supercross and motocross. I invited Davey onto the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and give our audience some valuable insight into his business in West Virginia. Davey, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Okay. Um, well, we're a family business, um, and it's uh, part media and part event promotions. Uh, we started out, uh, believe it or not, on Brockway Avenue uh, over in South Park, and yeah. Have made it all the way out to exit one. <laughs> um, we're actually in the old Ethan Allen Furniture Building, but yeah, um, yeah. we're actually a, a nationwide company in that we we do motorcycle racing events uh, all over the country. Uh, in fact, I just came home from San Diego hmm. the weekend before that. I was in Sacramento, and uh, if I wasn't on a magazine deadline, I'd be headed to Denver. Uh, so. Um, but that's uh, you know the the production side of it, the the magazine side of it. As, as you mentioned, it, it started as a sort of an underground newspaper in uh, 1988 um, at the Kinkos on High Street. If uh, no you remember that place, oh sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd go in there uh, on my way home from college and uh, work on a, a computer uh, or more like a, a, a light box, and then I'd. Uh, uh, print things out and 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 take them and and uh, uh, it was it was basically old fashioned print type uh, with uh, an exacto knife and a hmm. glue gun and and I'd I'd make these uh, papers and then I would uh, the the first ones got printed in Grafton and pretty soon I graduated to the Dominion Post hmm. and then it got too big for their run and and. Um, Finally, in 1988, it, or 1999, I should say, uh, Racer X newspaper had become so popular as far as the motorcycle industry goes that I was able to turn it into a magazine. But my, my primary goal, uh, even, even before I went to WVU, was to, to um, have a, a motorcycle-related media company 
and and live here in Morgantown, West Virginia, where I grew up. Wow. And uh, now we're we're 23 years into Racer X Illustrated magazine. Uh, it's the number one motocross magazine in the world, wow. and uh, it it it, uh, it gets printed in Illinois now, uh, but it gets produced uh, right here off Exit One, right below the Ramada Inn. Well, wow. the old Ramada. Inn. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's incredible, incredible story. So, Davey, you say it's a family back, you know, business and and all that. How did you guys get started in this? The whole the whole thing. I'm I'm just cu- very curious to know that. Well, my dad. Uh, Grew up, he was from Booth National, and my mom was from Brockway Avenue. And uh, they met, they both went to Morgantown High, but they didn't start uh, dating until they met while working at the WVU bookstore. And uh, they, you know, hit it off. And my dad was sort of a jack of all trades at that point. He, he painted houses, he had a coal mine with John Hardesty. And when I say a coal mine, not what you're thinking today, but they had a, a pickup truck with no um, roof, they had and no engine, and hmm. they took a donkey and backed it into a hole and dug coal, and then they'd go around and sell it uh, wow. to to people house to house. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah, and then they had a, they had a, they had a cave in, and uh, that was it for my dad. He said, "I'm not ever going to do that again." <laughs> and uh, he got his teaching degree, and uh, but I think primarily. He was known for playing music in bands like um, the Bonnevilles and Elderberry Jack. Sure. Um, yeah. But anyway, the 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 big life changing moment uh, was the introduction of a movie in 1972 called On Any Sunday. Yeah. And uh, it was the seminal motorcycling film with Steve McQueen, and sure. yeah. uh, it was just a sort of an ode to to motorcycles. And, and Dad saw it, loved it. Uh, and decided the two days later to go to a motocross race, which was out in um, Maidsville, an old track, mm-hmm. and uh, started you know trying his hand at motorcycle racing, and uh, soon realized that he was a little too old uh, at that point. But um, but what he did have was uh, you know his wife Rita, my mother, and uh, three little kids, uh, my big sister Carrie Jo, my big brother Timmy, and myself that uh, could be a little support staff. So he started promoting and organizing his own motorcycle races. And uh, we just went along and uh, picked up garbage after the race, parked cars, uh, uh, caution flag down the racetrack, whatever it took. Oh, my gosh. And um, he transitioned everything, quit playing music, quit teaching school, and uh, started uh, opening motocross tracks. The first one was in Brewston Mills in Appalachia Lake. Second one was in Kaiser's Ridge, Maryland. And the third one, and the one that remains to this day, Mount Morris, Pennsylvania. And that's yeah. High Point Raceway. Yeah. So Legendary. that's where the family, yeah, that's where the, the family aspect that's comes incredible. into it. Yeah, yeah. And High Point, High Point opened in 1976 when I was 10. And um, it's still going strong, and, and our big race is Father's Day weekend, and uh, it's one of the biggest motocross racing facilities in the country now. That's incredible. You know, what uh, What strikes me is that, you know, literally, motocross has been in your blood since you were a kid, and now you've got, you're the head of one of the, you know, it, it, the leading motocross magazine in the world, and right here in West Virginia. That's incredible. Well, I, 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 I appreciate that, Jim. I, I wanted to be a racer myself and, and, and was 
growing up and all through high school and and uh right about 1984 I read the writing on the wall as far as being a professional racer mm-hmm. and it said it said college and uh, so I <laughs> I raced just a little longer but um went to school at WVU and uh Four and a half proud years later, I graduated and and, uh, thought I was going to go to law school, but by then I'd started this newspaper for fun, and and, uh, and it just continued from there. Wow. So you have, I mean, what's the draw of the magazine for you? I mean, I just got to ask that question. Well, in a a nutshell, and and you, you, I'll try and put this into context, when I was coming up with this underground newspaper mm-hmm. uh you know in the in the 90s all of the existing magazines were very tech heavy very hardware heavy uh they they kind of read like motor trend or popular mechanics yeah. and really didn't capture the personality mm-hmm. of the racers of the road trips of the the events and they were all based in California so they all you know looked like they were coming out of the desert yeah. and you know growing up in in West Virginia and traveling all over the east coast i knew that motocross looked greener than that and it was cooler than that and 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 it was definitely more diverse hmm. and uh so so we decided early on that we weren't going to do product test we were going to be a lifestyle magazine and and i think our first tagline was uh we'll get you in. And mm. Uh, mm. Our, our second tagline was, um, it's about our trip. And, and mm. so when we go to a race, we'd write about it sort of in a, in a hey, you know, I, I think the best way to put it would be like a, a, a surfing magazine mm-hmm. or a skiing magazine or National Geographic where it's, you know, you learn something, but it's really about the rest of the world. Yeah, and, wow. And that's the way we approached that's it. That's awesome. What a, what a great... Uh... I guess at a you know from your perspective, what a great uh, insight you had just to, to think of that and being. Oh, and we always talk about how you differentiate yourself from the competitors, and that's exactly what you just did, right? You just said, "Here's how yeah, we're going to do it." And there was there was there was this other you know sort of philosophy, and my my dad taught me this, and he learned this in in his business. The 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 base of the U.S. motorcycle industry was in Southern California. And there was a very specific reason for that. And that was because it was the closest port to Japan. And when then, when the American uh, dirt bike boom started after that movie on a Sunday, um, all of a sudden Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, and Kawasaki all wanted a piece of the U.S. market. So they Mm -hmm. set up shop in, in, in Long Beach and you know, places, San Diego, and, yeah, that's uh, and, and built their companies there. And then from there, the industry kind of grew around it. Mm. Uh, the motorcycle magazines were there. The aftermarket people were there. Uh, but the funny thing is, most people were racing across the country. Uh, and, and, and so it was the, sort of the, the, uh, the lines of supply were stretched a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and when Dad started promoting races, he, he figured that he would – sort of do it in a different way. And, and what grew out of that was what he liked to call a Nevada vision. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he decided that, you know, I'm going to work all over the country and I'm going to put my races all over the place except for California because there was too much competition there. And, you know, he, he, he didn't have the mindset. He didn't really fit in. And so when we started the magazine, 
we had that same vision. There are all the other magazines were based in California, but I was like, hey, let's let's cover California, but let's act like everything from Nevada East belongs to us. Wow. And by that, I meant that's yeah. going to be our that's going to be our feature. Well, we're wow. going to we're going to tell people in California what they're missing, and um, <laughs> you know awesome. the world became a yeah the world became a smaller place, you know with the 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 advent of the internet and you know now social media and the way you know there's three thousand channels on your TV mm-hmm. and but none of that really existed in the early nineties sure. and and so we we worked it to our favor first with the newspaper and then with the magazine. And, um, you know, now I, you know, I, like I said, I just came back from California. A mm-hmm. lot has changed, mm-hmm. you know, since my dad got this whole, you know, production company started and, and I, you know, have several employees in California and, and sort of a de facto office out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, I'm, you know, remain in West Virginia and still have that Nevada vision yeah. and, and no insult to California. It's just, there's enough people out there, you know, crowding the freeways and, 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 and working. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll kind of sit here on the sideline on the other side of the mountains and, yeah. and just keep an eye on the rest of the country. That's awesome. I love that. So Davey, you know, here you are, in, you know, 2019 and, you have all these years under your belt. What's your 30-second elevator pitch for RacerX today? Uh, well, we are not the New York Times. We are an enthusiast publication in a sort of a niche motorsport, and we will uh, we'll help remind you if you're a motocross fan or a motocross racer or an ex-motocross racer We'll remind you that your investment in your time, your money, your family, it was worth it. We'll remind you what's cool about this sport, and we'll remind you why uh, you're still an enthusiast. That's awesome. I love that. Man, that's great. So what, what's the thing you would say you're most excited about for your company right now? You know what? It's funny, Jim. Uh, I mentioned the High Point mm-hmm. National is a couple weeks away. Yeah. Today, my 17-year-old son, Vance, and my 15-year-old niece, Chloe, took a Coombs family rite of passage in that my mom, Rita, loaded them up with event posters, gave them 20 bucks for gas, and sent them around Mon County to put up posters. (laughs) (laughs) That's old school, right? Yeah, Yeah, it it is, but I'm very excited about that because it's like, hey, school's out, and you're going to work in this family business. (laughs) I love it, And, you know, whether whether they decide to to do this or not is completely irrelevant. You know, there's there's opportunity here, but, you know, they're all going to go to WVU, and they're all going to get to pick their own way. But the fact that today, you know, they're out there uh, pounding the bricks and asking local business owners if they can hang a poster in the window, wow. man, it, it takes me back to right when I got my license. That's great, man. Great story. Thank you for sharing that. What's the uh, what's the geographic market that you guys serve? Is it is it truly global? Is it? I mean, what does it look like? Well, it, it is now. You know, it, it, if I were to put RacerX magazine in an envelope and send it to England. It's going to cost $60 over the course of 12 issues yeah. for that person to subscribe. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, to, to have a you know, $80 subscription and have some kid in England be able to read the magazine. Mm-hmm. But because of digital editions, because of the Internet, because of our reach online, 
we 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 don't have to send that magazine. We we send we send the message digitally now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and 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 so yeah, we we have a global reach and motocross and off road racing is, is a global sport. And uh, kids all over the the world and motocross fans all over the world love watching what's happening on the American circuit because the best riders are here, the biggest events are here, the biggest series are here. Yeah. So, um, you know, we get we got really lucky. I, I I had a couple, you know, you know sometimes it's by locale or or sort of serendipity mm-hmm. that 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 you you get those things done. You know, I'll, I'll shift gears to like a. a, a Malcolm Gladwell, you know, 10,000 hours concept. Yep. Yep. I was in the right place at the right time. I, I grew up working in motocross. Uh, my dad needed press releases written of his events and someone to take him down to Mickey for Ferry at the Dominion Post and yeah. see if we'd get a story or, or, or take him, you know, to Tony Caridi or Hoppy Kerchival at the radio station to yeah. see if they would, you know, talk about us on Sportsline or whatever. And, uh, it, 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 I, I, I built experience and built, uh, you know, those hours. And then, you know, in, in literally walking to college every day, I passed mm-hmm. Kinko's and, and, and then, you know, I, I got my photography business started at Superior Photo, which is down in Saberton, mm. uh, you know, by Marilla Park. Sure. But then I had a professor at WVU that, that gave me the keys to the dark room in the journalism <laughs> department so that I could go in there and, and print, and, and develop photos mm. that I could put in these press releases. And I was in the right place at the right time to get the experience mm. to, to use uh, the, the facilities and the, the, the infrastructure around me between WVU, Kinko's on High Street, Superior Photo, the Dominion Post, uh, and then my, my, my dad's races. You know, I, 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 it all kind of worked out where I, I – I didn't, you know, and this is the funny part. I was not a journalism major. I was, I was an English and history major. Oh. And uh, so I don't have a journalism degree. And in fact, was kicked off of the yearbook uh, staff <laughs> in 1984 at St. Francis. But it was because I was missing too much school to go to races. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I think, you know, you said at the right place at the right time. And I would add a third thing with the right heart and the right mindset. I mean, I mean clearly you have an entrepreneurial mindset and it sounds like you got that from your dad and your mom and the whole family Absolutely. so that's really Absolutely. cool we're going to circle yeah, back and, yeah davey i just want to take a quick break i need to mention some uh, of our sponsors real quick here and and we'll get right back to your story because this is awesome uh and, and our sponsors for the show are the state journal wvnews.com interaction media united bank and Milan. it's the support we receive from these companies and organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. And our guest again, once, once again, is Davey Coombs with Racer X. Davey's got an amazing entrepreneurial business story. Davey, let's get back to it. Um, you know, we were talking about the mindset, the family business and all that. You know, you guys have built this, this empire, I would say, of, of motocross. How many employees do you have now? Well, full time, uh, I think it's thirty-eight or wow. forty. Yeah, um, half of which are WVU graduates. Wow. Uh, we, we're you know back to you know very lucky to use the 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 you know the the community around us sure. and yeah, and, and work within. 
Um, and then on the weekends, though, like the, the event that we have coming up um, in Lakewood, Colorado on Saturday, we'll have 300 people working there. Wow. And that, that includes the, 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 the television crew that comes in for NBC to, to cover the event, wow. the race officials, uh, the paramedics. Um, so, yeah, it, it, you know, we, we, we gather. We're, we're from all over the country. Uh, we gather on the weekends at, at these racetracks across the country, but our, our home base remains here in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, Jim, that, that anyone listening or anyone from West Virginia knows that, that, that I don't think my story is anything special. In this state, you, you have to have that entrepreneurial spirit. You, yeah. you, you, have to, you have to, A, you know, you know, appreciate where you're from and, and B, work to stay where you're at. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I decided very early in, in my, uh, uh, I, I guess I was a teenager that, you know, I was lucky enough to get to go around the country to participate in all these races and watch all these races. And we drove everywhere. And, and I realized that Morgantown, West Virginia was the capital of my world. Yeah. And, and I was going to, I was going to keep it that way because, um, and I don't mean this to be a commercial for Morgantown or West Virginia in general, but you know, we, we, we have it all here. Yeah. We have a, a, a great, uh, you know, mid-sized city. We're close to Pittsburgh, close to uh, two airports or three airports with Bridgeport. Yeah. And the people, the people around here are, are, are very genuine, uh, very uh, hardworking, and uh, also very respectful of one another. I think we're in West Virginia, kind of like in motocross in general, we feel like we're all in this together. And uh, if if you can if you can you know use that to your advantage and 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 that's a that's a powerful motivational tool when you're when you're you're doing it uh, you know for 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 your community like like I think we both are. Yeah, absolutely, Davey. What's the vision that you have for your company long term? I always want to ride the next media wave that comes along, and and you know. We were very lucky in, in, you know, you know, again, right time, right place. Desktop publishing became a thing in the late 80s and the early 90s, and I was able to create this, this newspaper. And then uh, right when the magazine industry uh, was starting to feel the effects of, you know, people changing their free time and not really reading as much, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was a newspaper or a magazine, uh, suddenly there were more channels on TV and there were video games and there were more things to do. We got in early on uh, a website. Yeah. We had one of the first websites in the motorcycle industry. Wow. And, and right when everyone was you know, kind of struggling, like how much free content do you give away? What do you charge for the internet? The internet's supposed to be free. Um, we decided that what we were going to do is give away content, but we were going to charge advertisers to frame that content and that was something that that even the new york times and usa today and these these other huge publishing companies were were having a hard time getting their heads wrapped around they couldn't they couldn't see that happening and you know and now you know there's you know in some places a small paywall Mm -hmm. to view premium content but for the most part you know those those things are are free and, and we make a, a, a very nice, uh, what we've lost to some extent in magazine advertising, we've more than gained 
in advertising on the internet. So, you know, I'm always using my kids uh, and my nieces and nephews uh, and even, you know, the, 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 the younger people who work here as sort of uh, that, that's, that's where they, they do my due diligence on social media. Do I need to be on Twitter? No. Do I need to be on Instagram? Yes. Especially as a magazine, but we do have someone here who does manage the Twitter feed. Yeah. Do I need to be on Snapchat? No. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, those kind of things we're we're always sort of addressing. That's awesome. And trying yeah. to figure out how to ride whatever wave Stay comes above next. It, yeah. Stay ahead of the wave. Yeah. 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 That's and awesome. no one's really figured out how to monetize social media mm-hmm. per se yet. Mm-hmm. But we have like a million Facebook followers. Yeah, we have, I saw that. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, some I you know I'd have to look, but I want to say eight hundred thousand on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 what's funny is it's like whack a mole, Jim. You have to find out which one's next and cover that base. Yeah. And and so what what we what I want to do and what my vision is is to to always be able to tell these stories about our sport, but to make sure we're telling them in a place and on a platform where we get the most for our investment of time and resources. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's smart. Davey, what's one piece of advice you would give to a young person uh, thinking about starting a company, uh, trying to get something off the ground, an entrepreneur in, in West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you would give them? Uh, I Two things. One, uh, rely on your community. Uh, you know, you can think big and you can think outside the box and outside the city limits and whatnot, but there are a lot of resources for people to keep it local and to 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 grow efficiently and in a way that that you can manage it. That's the that's the thirty thousand foot thing. Yeah. On a real and truly beneficial piece of advice to anyone, uh, let's say under twenty five years old. Make sure you know what and why you're putting on your social media, on your Facebook, whatever message you're putting out. And, and I, you know, my friend Parween teaches a class at, at WVU yeah. uh, on entrepreneurship, and I, and, and I told her class the same thing. All of you kids are going to be looking for a job here real soon. Know that when you put a selfie or a video or something up of you chugging beer or uh, you know, partying or, mm-hmm. or risque or otherwise, or, or, or even really hyper political or, or divisive. Know that when a boss or a business owner goes to look at you, they're going to look at that. Mm. They're, they're going to check out the footprint that you've already left. Yeah. So, so be, be careful with that. And I, I have a 17 year old and nieces and nephews, and I give them that same advice because awesome. yeah. I've, I've, I've passed over uh, several resumes based on things that I've seen on their social media or on their, uh, you know, Facebook or whatever. And yep. just that, hey, yep. uh, absolutely. And that's great advice. That, that's yep. Practical, 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 immediate yeah, exactly. advice. Great stuff. Great stuff. Davey, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Uh, I, I show up ready for work and I love, I, I do what I love and I love what I do. And, uh, you know, my dad had a, a wonderful ability uh, to lead from the front. 
Hmm. You know, if, if, if he was going to have an event, he was going to know what everyone's job was because he would have done it on his way up. You know, he knew how to, to, to drive the tractor. He knew how to talk to the TV people. He knew how to write a contract. Hmm. He knew how to be a gracious host. He knew how to build a, a great motocross track. Wow. When I started, you know, dabbling with the idea of, of publishing, the first thing I was going to do was, was publish the event program for the 1987 High Point National. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, I was a junior in college at the time. And, um, he said, um, okay, you're going to sell the ads, you're going to shoot the photos, you're going to write the copy, and you're going to talk to the printer. And right when I had all that managed and learned that, and my mom helped me, and, and uh, when it was time for the race, he's like, there's the front gate, now go sell the programs. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, I had to do this as a kid. And he goes, in the uh, next race, you're going to have, you're going to have help. And, uh, wow. and, and then, and then Jim, if I may, yeah. that takes me back to, um, my first business. Uh, it wasn't publishing. It was picking up garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'd mentioned that, that dad had mom and dad had this little three person crew to, uh, you know, pick up garbage after the races, yeah. you know, do whatever. Well, my, my sister, you know, got into high school and my brother was, you know, racing and doing sports and I'm like, you know, 14 years old. And dad's like, Hey, I, you know, do you want to, do you want to take over picking up all the garbage yourself? And I was like, well, how do I do that? And he goes, well, I'm going to give you $50 and, uh, you're going to figure out how to do it. And I was like, $50. That's awesome. So I, he takes me to high point after school. This is like in April, uh, takes me to high point and I'm out there for like eight hours by myself picking up garbage. Wow. And when I was done, I was like, Oh man, I only made like six, seven bucks an hour. And, um, and, uh, he goes, now I'm going to tell you how to do it. He goes, put $30 aside for yourself and hire two kids from the neighborhood to help you for $5 an hour. Wow. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't think that's fair. And he goes, that's not the point. You're the business owner. You're going to give them really easy work. You're going to get done three times faster and you're going to feed them. And it's your garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and so that you know, so suddenly my buddy Tim Kreitzer, my buddy Dave Brozick, you know, my <laughs> my the farmers, my neighbors. Pretty soon we've got like, and now we're doing bigger and more races. And and pretty soon, you know, I'm I'm 18 years old, getting ready to go to WVU, and I've got a trash picking business. Wow. And and by then we're into recycling and we're into. You know, all these things and, and, it, and it taught me, it taught me how to do the business, but I never subcontracted the whole thing. I was there picking up garbage in the middle of everyone else. And, you know, when I go to a race now or we do a magazine now, I, I, I can, I can't do all the, the design work cause that's gotten really, uh, complicated, uh, the, the way the programs and stuff are, I mean, sure. there comes a point where you can only learn so much. Right. Uh, but I, I do, um, know how to shoot a photo, uh, edit a story, sell an ad, uh, talk to a newsstand. Uh, so, so that, that would be my advice. Know how to do everything and do your best to, if not lead from the front, be on the front line. Yeah. It's kind of funny because the things you're, you're talking about, you know, putting together Racer X Illustrated now are really the fundamentals that you learned when you were putting together the desktop 
you know, uh, Kinko's copy of the underground version of Racer X, right? I mean, the fundamentals, it's about telling effective stories, having great, great images and knowing how to tell a story and, you know, and, and all those things are the basics. And those, the basics really are, are what they don't, I don't think they ever change, right? I mean, the media plat, uh, publishing platforms are going to change over time, social media, like you talked about, but really the fundamental is, you know, how you tell that story. Yeah, and, and, and it's 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 knowing the the, the story, uh, knowing the product inside and out. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm kind of a glorified sports reporter turned publisher. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, in a in a very small motorsport, but but you know, that's my side of the building. On mm-hmm. the other side of the building, where we do the production and promotions. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're 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 working with NBC on our television package. We're we're working with you know uh, Red Bull or Monster Energy for you know title sponsorship. Yeah. We're we're we we've got you know major events, whether it's you know on Snowshoe Mountain here at the end of the month, which is probably the biggest off-road motorcycle race in the country. They're yeah. um, they're they're. they're you know, we, we, we have to know how all of those things work yeah. in order to do them efficiently and wisely. And, you know, when we started this, we didn't know a darn thing about, uh, you know, those, those, those challenges, those opportunities didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, so you learn them. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you, you know, I, I can't operate a TV camera, but, I can I can I can find that channel yeah. <laughs> and know where to know where, know where I can send people to watch the race. Exactly, that's awesome, Davey. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people, young people, especially coming into you know, thinking about starting a business here in our state? What's one book you would recommend? I I because I was an English and and, and history major, I'm more of a literature guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so I, I I I didn't really read a lot of business books per se, but I did already mention, uh, the 10,000 hours or, or, um, Mike Malcolm Gladwell's book outliers. Yep. 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 Um, I, I've become a fan of some of the other stuff he's done, but, but I believe that, that, that he does a real good job of, of, you know, explaining that, you know, unless you, you have that eureka moment and literally discover an industry or, or a, a, a genre, um, that, that you got to do the work and, mm. and, you know, whether you're, you're playing music or, or want to direct movies or, you know, want to start a restaurant chain, uh, you better know how to work in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You, you better understand how movie distribution works and you, you, you better know how, whatever that industry is, you got to, yep. you got to do the work. You can't just jump in and, and think you're going to hit the lottery. Um, as far as literature goes, I don't know why, but I've always been a huge fan of Ernest Hemingway. I say I don't know why now because he hasn't quite aged. I think <laughs> the way uh, when when my professor at WVU Carolyn Hampson introduced oh, yeah. me to Hemingway, uh, it, the world kind of looks at it a little differently because that was a, you know the 20s and 30s were a different time for mm-hmm. the way men and women coexisted. Yeah. Um, but um, and I don't know why, but I, I just read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird again. Yeah. And uh, I always thought of Atticus Finch as the, the, the dad I wanted to be or I want to be and uh, the dad I had. 
Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, thanks for sharing that stuff. Davey, as we kind of close in on the uh, end of the podcast episode here, you know, is there anything that you would like our audience to know that we haven't already covered? Well, I, I, I haven't mentioned, uh, but in passing, my brother and sister. Yeah. My sister, you know, I talk about two sides of the building. Yeah. Uh, my sister runs the production side. Um, when you go to High Point Raceway or G, the GNCC at Snowshoe or any of our big events, you don't see her. I'm sort of the front and, and face yeah, of it. Sure. Uh, but she's the one who does the, the heavy lifting of the business. Uh, I, I mentioned, you know, you know where, where I went at WVU. Well, she went to law school at WVU. Yeah. And, and she, you know, can do the contracts. She can do uh, the, the, the insurance. She can do uh, the payroll. She, she does the, the, you know, she, she can figure out the taxes, mm. so on and so forth. Um, really smart, really driven uh, woman who, who, you know, is very powerful, just like my mother, and very successful in a, in a, in a sport driven by men. Wow. Um, and and uh, so I would not be her either as a publisher or a promoter uh, without her help. My brother's retired, um, uh, so he's not around so much, but his wife works here. And his children all pitch in and work here. So, uh, yeah, we've, we, we've been lucky enough to grow up as best friends, even though there were times where we wanted to kill each other. <laughs> I think every brother and sister goes through that and, uh, and, and stuck together. And, um, you know, when, when my dad passed in 1998, uh, he left us with the playbook and, and wow. left, yeah. left us, you know, knowing that, uh, as long as we stuck together, you know, there was strength in numbers. That's awesome. And, yeah. uh, so, so I, I get to, I get to be the one to, to, to talk and every now and then get my name in the newspaper, but mm-hmm. my sister and my brother are, are literally, uh, equal parts of, uh, the success of this company. And then, and, and then everyone who works here and who's, who's literally bet their lives and bet their careers on, on, on our vision and, and, and our, our cooperation and and uh, and we love it. We're 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 a family company. We don't have a we don't have a a, a time clock. We don't have a dress code. Uh, we're very self-driven. And you know, here's what you got to do: get it done, and then some. But well, I don't care whether you come in late, take the day off, whatever. Um, there's not a lot of time to do that, but it's it's a real loose, real familial. Uh, casual work environment, and um, I think that comes from our upbringing. Absolutely, uh, just sitting around, sitting around the dinner table, trying to trying to solve the motocross world's problems. That's incredible, man. It's great. What's the uh, What's the website for Racer uh, Racer X Illustrated? RacerXOnline.com. That is the. You know, it's, it's funny when we started it. It was just sort of a a sidecar little piece of. Yeah you know, the publishing now it's, it's literally the flagship. Awesome. The, the, the magazine has become the companion piece to the website. And I think that goes for any magazine. Cause you know, when you go into sheets or, uh, you know, any, any convenience store, right. you see the newsstand shrinking and shrinking mm-hmm. and, uh, you go to Walmart and it's shrinking and, and, and that, that doesn't bode well for, um, it hasn't bode well for a lot of magazines, but we, we've managed to make it work 
um, and that this website and, and our social media reach is is exhaustive hmm. and, 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 you know, global. So, you know, we, we still have the magazine and we'll have it forever, I hope. Yep. Uh, as long as as long as there's a publishing world, we'll yep. be publishing. But if it did go away, we're we're all set with the you're next. Set. You're the ri- next, you're riding uh, the uh, the front of the wave like you talked about. And yeah. We'll have links to all that stuff in the show notes uh, of the podcast as well. Davey, I, I just got to say, uh, first of all, thank you for your time and being – I know you're a busy guy traveling the, the country with uh, motocross and races and everything, and uh, it's been great having you. I, I mean, I loved hearing the story. I, I didn't know all the backstory, you know, being from Morgantown and kind of hearing your name all, all these years. It's been great, and uh, it's just been great having you on here and getting to know a little bit of the backstory for your company, your family, what you guys are doing. Uh, my hat's off to you. Keep up the great work and uh, making, you know, really West Virginia is at the epicenter of the motocross news world, right, and, and publishing. So so you are, are are doing a great job, and just keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Jim, it's always a pleasure to talk about my beloved mountain state and especially Morgantown. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state, just like Davy Coombs and Racer X, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.